Welcome to Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail. Thank you for joining me today. On today's podcast, I will discuss skin, because your skin is important too. So before we get into the nitty gritty of skin, I wanted to share some stories. So since um, I want to keep to the theme of skin, I will be talking about uh, scary, I meant crazy, crazy stories of how people got their scars. So I found two stories off of a Buzz article titled 16 Crazy Stories About How People Got Their Scars. And I'll also share my own story. The first person's name is James. I'm not saying his last name because no. Um, so this is a story from his point of view. When I was 13 or so, I was sitting on my bed sketching. Hours later, when I crawled into bed, I felt a really, really sharp pain in my right leg above my left knee. I jumped out of bed and fa- to find the pencil I'd been drawing with was sticking out of my leg. The scar I've had was very small, round, and permanently gray, colored by the lead, I think. Okay, so, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I read this like a couple days ago and I was getting my script together, but I, it just hit me that the pencil went, I don't know if the pencil went through him or what, what? You know what my thoughts are? Like, how did the pencil stick out of his leg in the first place? Like, how, it doesn't make sense to me. But the fact that his scar is great is like, it's cool, but also like odd. Like, I, I think that's cool that like a scar is great, but at the same time, it's like, that's so weird because usually scars are like a darker color than gray when i get a scar it's like usually like a darker brown or something so but yeah that's that's a crazy scar story and um i i have a feeling like pencils are like definitely traumatic for him now um because i would have been left traumatized a pencil a drawing pencil guys yeah don't don't leave pencils in your bed that's that's the lesson do not leave pencils in your bed all right, so our next person's name is Isaac. Um, so this is his story from his point of view. It's a bit longer than the other one. I got the scar by my right eye when I was three years old and my father kicked me in the head with an ice skate. Accidentally, it should be noted. We were out on a frozen pond where my sister had just explained to me that the water wasn't completely solid and a thin layer of ice was all that stood between me and a bunch of incredibly cold water that could kill me pretty much on contact. Trying to get me to leave the shore, my father convinced me that the sled I was holding would act as a boat if the ice cracked. A blatant lie that is still to this day one of my favorite memories. Once I was safe on the boat sled, my father pulled me around the pond. As I squealed and clapped, he skated faster and faster until, as my father recalls, his foot felt like it had kicked a rather hard watermelon. My parents rushed me to the hospital in their old rusted Toyota truck. According to my mother, I didn't cry, but saying Christmas carols as copious amounts of blood ran down my face. It was creepy, she would tell me later. In fact, I was apparently on my best behavior until I saw the doctor take out his (laughs) needle to give me stitches, at which 
point, I ran out of the hospital room and down the hall, trailing blood the entire way. And that is how his story ended, which, you know, I'm kind of mad. I kind of, I wanted the story to, like, end at a place where he, like, got the help he received or, like, I don't, oh, wow. He ran out the hospital room, trailing blood behind him. Okay. Um... I, really, I, I want to know what happened afterwards and I have to make it up for myself, which is not as interesting. Because with the way that story went, it's very interesting. I think my favorite part of the story is him singing Christmas carols and being unfazed by his own blood. That's crazy. Because I know for me personally, I would have been wailing. Just full on bawling my tears. Like bawling at my... I would just be crying. I, I would I would have caused a scene. And the fact that his dad said it felt like he kicked a hard water. Oh my goodness. It's so it's so dad-like of his dad to say that. And I think it's hilarious. I love that there's a bit of humor. Even though it's like a very scary scar story. Um, that's very... It's, I think his story wins. Wow. A skate to the head. The lesson here, I guess, is... Um, yeah, don't believe everything your family tells you sometimes. Sometimes your family's just out to set you up for failure... And it's, like, funny, but then it's not. And, like, okay, it's, like, it's not in this situation. Like, in a way, like, I like that he's taken the story and found some humor with it. But, like, it, this story could have totally gone, like, a different way. So, yeah. Sometimes your family's out to get you, y'all. I, I, you know what? I can't even speak on that. Because I feel like sometimes when I tell myself something, and I mean it's a joke, like, they take it seriously. And I'm, like, later on, I'm, like, dude, it was, an, it was a joke. But I don't know. Anyway, so it's time for my story now. So one thing most people know about me is I hate wearing shoes. <laughs> I hate shoes, guys. The village child in me. Uh, the, the, the Kenyan. I don't know if it's a Kenyan in me or like the rebel in me. I don't know what it is. But um, if, if I didn't have to, I would not wear shoes. I love socks, though. It's very odd. But I don't like shoes. So when I was younger, my mom would always warn me about my love for walking barefoot. And in true childlike spirit, I'd ignore her. I'd ignore her warning. I'd be like, girl, come on. Like, I, I, at, at the time, sometimes still to this day, though, she'll be like, Abby, come on, put some shoes on. Like, at the park, she'll be like, Abby, put your shoes on. Put your shoes on. And sometimes I'd look at her and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, you're just killing the vibe right now. I just, I just want to feel the earth beneath my feet. No, not like that. But I just, I'd rather not wear shoes. So, one day we were at church, and my friends and I were hanging out, and I don't remember what we were doing, but I remember one of us, like, wanted to go outside. I don't know if it was to get crayons or to get food or something. There was something in someone's car that we wanted to get, and so I ran outside. We all ran outside. We all ran down the stairs and bolted out the door. What I didn't see coming was the door, okay? The person who ran in front of me did not hold the door for me, and I didn't... I don't blame them for that at all. Um... And I have no hate. I, I, I don't even have a recollection, re- recollection of who it was. And if I did, I would not, like, have anything against them. But, um, <laughs> the person who ran in front of me didn't hold the door. And I didn't, in that moment, my reflexes just weren't to par. Um, I didn't see the door coming. And the door scraped my foot and took a bunch of skin with, not a bunch, a bit. But, you know, me being dramatic, I'm going to say a bunch. So now I have a scar on my foot, and it looks like a skinny... I feel... It looks like Africa on my foot. Um, did I learn my lesson about wearing shoes? No. Absolutely not. 
I still like walking barefoot when possible. Like, any chance I get, I will walk barefoot. Um, but am I more careful about doors? Yes, I'm more careful about doors. So I guess I learned something. Maybe not the lesson I was intended to learn, but I learned something. Um, I think it's super interesting how, like, how scars come to be. And I actually don't even hate my foot scar. I love it. It's actually one of my favorite things about me. Um, I think it looks really cool. Um, so yeah, I think scar stories are really cool. It's, it's interesting to hear how people get different scars. Even though some stories are, like, absolutely disgusting. Um, scars are cool. So yeah, guys, embrace your scars. They're a part of you and your story and your journey. Okay, now we're gonna talk about what I am here to discuss, such as skin. Um, so skincare, skincare routines have been like a recent trend, but sometimes it's nice to know why, like to dive deeper in these trends and know why they're important. Like, um, and I and I'm here to tell you a little bit about that. Okay, first of all, hygiene is super important, guys. Okay, not just because you're staying clean, but I feel like when you practice hygiene, you're giving yourself some self-love, and that actually boosts your um morale and, and your mental health. Um, so here are some reasons why skincare is important. Reason one, it helps your skin stay in good condition. You're shedding skin cells throughout the day, so it's important to keep your skin glowing and in good condition. An effective routine can help benefit, uh, not benefit, my goodness, can help prevent acne, treat wrinkles, and keep your skin looking its best. Reason two is your skin will look more youthful. And guys, when I mean when I say skin, I'm not just talking about face. I'm talking everywhere. So when I use the word skin throughout this, don't just think face. Think the whole, your whole, all your skin. Your skin is a whole, the whole organ. And yes, it is an organ. If you didn't know that, try something new today. Your skin's an organ. So reason two, uh, your skin will look more youthful. Um, as you age, your skin cells turn over more slowly, making so it'll make it look duller. Like you'll look duller and less radiant. Using a quality skincare line can help remove dead skin cells so your body will replace them with newer, more youthful cells so you won't look dull and you'll look radiant. Um, So reason three, prevention is easier than correction. I feel like that is the truth with so many things, okay? Preventing skin problems is easier and way less costly than trying to fix them in the future. So why not take care of yourself right now? So you're not paying bills you don't want to pay in the future. I don't know about you, but it sounds good to me. Um, Reason four is your confidence will boost. When your skin looks better, you'll feel better about yourself and have more self-confidence. That makes sense. That makes absolute sense. Um, But I don't want this to be like, oh, I'm doing my skincare so I look better. Your skincare should be about being the healthiest and best you can be and looking better should be a byproduct of that not the goal but a byproduct so now that you know why skin is important these are some products that can take care of your skin um so i'll I'll list a couple these aren't all of them absolutely not there's so many more and um one thing i want to emphasize a lot about is 
talking to your doctor and your dermatologist to make sure you're getting the products that are right for you and are right for what you need because everyone's skin is very different skin varies not just because of race and age like you can be the same race and age as somebody else but your skin varies from them skin is very super different which is super cool so the first product is toner so toner is used after washing your face and it helps smooth and calm skin while restoring nutrients the second one is cleanser wash so it's like you wash your face gently with a product designed for your face um if you if you have dry skin you'll have to choose a cleanser that doesn't have alcohol and if you have oily skin look for an oil-free cleanser and afterwards rinse with warm water so i've already mentioned that like everyone's skin is different some people have more dry skin naturally some people have more oily skin naturally I would say my skin varies, and I realized that when I traveled to Kenya. When I went to Kenya, my skin was, like, so much more oily, and I think skin varies based not just on your genes and who you are, but also time and and location. When I was in Kenya, my skin was, like, very much more oily and radiant and just, it was just oily. And then here in the U.S., my skin is drier, but the time it's most driest is winter. I will put oil and, and lotion and Vaseline on my face, and I walk outside, and I feel like it's gone. It's just gone because of the weather. Because sometimes you have to change your routine based on the weather. So that's something that should be noted. So the third product is moisturizer. Moisturizer should be used every time you wash your face, even if you have oily skin. If you have this type of skin, choose an oil-free or gel product. So fourth of is sunscreen. Even if your moisturizer has sunscreen, it is still helpful to use a separate sunscreen every day, even if it's cloudy. Choose one that provides broad spectrum protect- protection and has an SPF of at least 30. Um, I know that, like, also for my black people, we need to stop the notion of I don't need sunscreen because I'm black. Um, sunscreen helps protect us from getting skin cancer. It's not about, I mean, yes, you, if I know for certain people, it's, they don't want sunburn. Um, but it, it's very helpful in prevention. Like I said, prevention is better than having, than ignoring the problem and then you have to, like, spend more time and and, and money to fix something so if you can do anything you can do to avoid the problem such as skin cancer put the sunscreen on if you don't believe me there are many people who've you know skin cancer is very deadly it's very deadly which i found shocking because i'm like it's skin like that doesn't make it's very deadly um popular musician bob marley died from skin cancer and he was black so my black people start using sunscreen um i haven't talked about uh, much about sunscreen and i won't maybe in the future i will because sunscreen is a very broad topic there's many different types there's a lot of fake brands out here too um and so talking to your dermatologist guys is what's gonna get you the best products for you I remember when my doctor, like, first brought up sunscreen, I literally looked at her like, are you insane? I'm black. (laughs) Like, no. Because, I mean, growing up, I was told that, you know, you don't need sunscreen, you're black. And then, you know, she, I mean, I didn't tell her, are you crazy, I'm black. I just, you know, I was like, why? And she explained to me, and her explanation made sense, and, you know, 
Is it something I use often as I should? No, but is it something I should start using? Absolutely. So fifth up is exfoliator. Exfoliators are optional and can be used after a cleanser, but before a moisturizer. They should only be used a maximum of once or twice a week. I personally don't use exfoliators. I don't know why, but every time I use one, like my skin reacts. And so I just don't use them. And and maybe it's because I haven't found the perfect one. Um, I also feel like skin changes over time. Like sometimes a, a product you'll use now just won't work on your skin a year later. That happened to me. And my doctor's like, your skin's just different now. So you have to find, we have to find what's going to work for it now. And I remember being like, I look at the skin every day. It's not different. She's like, well, Abby, it is. Me and my doctor, I feel like sometimes she and I just go back and we don't go back and forth. I just, I'm a very curious person and I want to know why, why things are the way they are. And she's, she's super patient. Thank God for her. Um, so she'll, she'll just explain. She doesn't get mad with me, which is nice. Um, sixth up is a serum. So serum can help address specific issues such as redness. Um, I don't use serum. I don't get redness. But, um, I know other people use serum and it works for them. Seventh up is lotion and Vaseline. So some of y'all need to moisturize your skin. And I mean your whole skin. Moisturizing every day can reduce the chances of developing extreme dryness or oiliness, which I found shocking. I was like, but doesn't that make you even more oily? Apparently not. Because both extremes are harmful for your skin and can cause common skin conditions like acne. Acne can be hard to deal with. And that's why prevention is key, guys. Like I said, prevention is key. Prevent, prevent, prevent. So you're probably wondering, um, Abigail. Wait, I forgot. There's one more thing I wanted to talk about <laughs> before I get to the next part. Oh, water. I forgot. How can I forget water? Part of skincare, guys, is showering. Please shower. Shower, 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 shower. Not because, not just to smell good, which is very important, because your skin needs it. Your skin needs that water. Um, also, shave carefully. Shave carefully and use, um, use a, a good shave. What's it called? Shaving cream. Yes, use shaving cream to protect and also lubricate your skin because that that um, friction that the razor has is not the best for your skin so have something that's preventing you from getting um hurt um also avoid strong soaps strong soaps and detergents can strip oil from your skin you want to keep oil in your skin not too much oil just the perfect amount so your skin's healthy and youthful and beautiful and most importantly healthy which i've already mentioned um uh so i skin's very different for me sometimes uh soaps i use are too strong or work differently on my my siblings and you know we have very similar genes and so we use different soaps because different soaps work for us certain soaps will make me too dry that's not good certain soaps make my sister too dry but they work right on me um and girls we we know a lot of a lot of us know what works what doesn't work i feel like um the three-in-one soaps i i stay away from 
because it's very it's hard for me to process the fact that i'm using a soap that could go in my hair on my body and in places i don't want that soap in um and so yeah be careful and 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 really educate yourself on what soaps you are using and i know some people are big on like having plant-free not plant-free um soaps that are like plant-based which is a big trend now like i'll like walk in the like the soap aisle and it's like plant-based soap i didn't even know soaps weren't plant-based before that was crazy to me but then again i didn't even know that soaps had i don't know i feel like i should do an episode on soaps and just like get into the history of soaps and like what they are i feel like that'd be super cool and i'm getting off topic um okay (laughs) oh so okay you're probably wondering abigail which brand is the best I can't tell you that information because I don't know your skin or your skin type. Um, It's always best to speak with your dermatologist. And if you don't have one to talk to, talk to your doctor. Talking to my doctors helped me get the products that work best for me, like I've mentioned. Um, There's there's always resources, but be careful what resources you use because the internet's not always the nicest place and can lie a lot. And you don't want to be that person that, like, you know, believes the internet and you end up hurting yourself more. I would say beware of like, you know, those like face masks, homemade face masks on like YouTube. I hate to say it, but I really think they're fake. And it's just, I, it may work for them, but I, I remember trying those and I want to, I talked to my doctor and she's like, Abby, that's not, that's not for you. And I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. I was like, wow. Good, good to know. Um, but skincare doesn't just include products used outside of your body. It also includes what you put in your body. Um, what you put in your body plays a key role in not just how your skin looks, but how your skin reacts to the world around you. Drink water. I know you've probably heard this a million times that it's important to drink water. Water keeps keeps your body hydrated and fresh and refreshed. Um, it helps maintain your skin's elasticity. I was scared I wasn't going to be able to say that word, but I said it correctly. Proud of me. Um, People who drink large amounts of water are less likely to suffer from scars, wrinkles, soft lines, and they won't show as many signs of aging as people who do not drink. Oh, who drink little amounts of water. So drink your water and your skin will look nice. But it's not just drinking water that helps your skin look nice. Um, I know some people are like, I drink water, my skin doesn't look nice. There's so many things that play a factor in how your skin looks. First, how you take care of it, what you put inside of yourself, and also stress. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm pretty good about what I eat and how often I work out, but sometimes my skin will not look its best. And that's because of my environment. If I'm stressed or if I'm at that time of the month or anything like that, like, my skin won't look its best, but it won't look its worst either. So, you know, I'm doing something right. But stress plays a factor too. Um, There are many different food groups that help your skin. So here are some. Foods with omega-3 such as fish, flaxseed, and walnuts um these foods preserve collagen and keep your skin firmer um tomatoes are good since they contain an antioxidant that keeps your skin smoother foods with vitamin c such as citrus fruits 
bell peppers and strawberries help fight wrinkles. Foods with vitamin E, such as almonds and sunflower seeds, um, prevent cell damage. So that's a small starter list. There's so many other food groups and foods that are beneficial for your skin. Um, but here are some things that I would avoid. Avoid eating too many processed or refined sugars in foods with high glycemic index, such as dairy, carbohydrates, and unhealthy fats. So I'm not saying cut out that stuff. Those stuff are very important, but having too much of it can have a very bad effect on your skin. Um, these foods can cause skin inflammation, irritation, and breakouts, and may be linked to aging. So a lot of the research is being done right now, and some foods apparently are linked to making you age faster. Um, yeah, which I thought was like very interesting. They're not sure, they're not 100% sure, but the evidence is leaning, leaning that way right now. And lastly, guys, skincare is not about having the perfect, no pimple, fresh looking skin. It's about having the best skin you can have and taking care of yourself. And lastly, but most importantly, giving yourself some self-love. You did it. You made it to the caught red-handed. I haven't done this one in a little bit. Um to like its full extent and like use twitter so now you're on covered handed we will be discussing headlining buzz and twitter's thoughts on it guys light skin justin bieber is making headlines and is trending right now honestly i feel like it's giving journals like journals has to be one of his top, not one of his top his top album to me personally um journals just i love I just love the vibe of the whole album. It's, I don't skip any of the songs. I I do listen to it to this day. Um, I'm not going to bet anyone with that. I stand by that album. I do. But anyways, let's get into Twitter's thoughts on light-skinned beebs. There's so many opinions on Twitter, but for the privacy of Twitter users, I will not be using their account name. But I will read some opinions. Um, so there's, like, some people who are, like, excited and hyping Justin up by saying things like, Thank you, Dawn, for bringing back light-skinned beaver. Others are saying things like, I'm gonna need a journals, too, immediately. Um, I think what's interesting is seeing a lot of, like, people being like, Whoa, we need this beaver back. Um, then there's the naysayers who are, like, one user was, like, which I was, like, okay, um. So one user was, like, the beaververse is not that good for y'all to be calling him light-skinned. Um, it wasn't about it being good, it was more so about it, it, I feel like it was decent. It was more so just, like, him bringing back the old him. The old singer him, not the old behavior him. Um, but the funniest part is watching the reactions of people who, like, who are shocked, like, oh my god, is that even Justin? Like, have y'all been living under a rock? This is V for guys, like, if anything, this is the type of music he personally likes and likes to make um so it's not anything new at all but anyways we'll see if like if we'll see if light-skinned beaver is here to stay or just popped in to say hi stay tuned for the shout out of the week
now we're on to the shout out of the week um this week's shout out is for my girl taryn uh taryn is a force to be reckoned with and a beautiful person inside and out i know taryn is a friend but others know her as a neighborhood nail tech she's a self-taught nail tech technician um with her own business called sweetie nails um spelled s-w-e-e-t-e-e space n-a-i-l-s She's versatile in her nail art abilities. She likes a good challenge, so if you book her, don't be afraid to be extra. She likes having complicated um, extra designs. Um, I've seen some of the designs that she's done, and you can follow her um, Instagram in the description box. They're super cool, and the joy that she is able to bring to other women by, um, and not just women, men too and people who don't identify with any gender she's able to bring them a bit of happiness and a confidence boost because um i don't get my nails done often i've done them literally this is so embarrassing literally like twice or three times in my lifetime and every time i do get them like it's just it's a little confidence booster and it's really fun and relaxing and nice and taryn's all about making the experience perfect for you um so guys support and help a young black woman's business you can follow her instagram tiktok and check out her booking website in the description box so make sure you do make sure you're getting your nails done and making them nails look super good and cute and um yeah taryn taryn will not disappoint i'm telling you she will not disappoint That's a wrap on taking the hot seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail. Stay tuned for more conversations. Yeah.